We're up. Oh, wow. We are oh up and God. running. Look who's here with us today. Special guest. Make a bench. I'm Welcome. Thanks for joining us. You should feel super honored. I'm so honored. <laughs> no. I'm so honored. All right. Well, welcome back to another episode of Coffee Talk. Thanks for tuning in with us. Cheers. We are ready to discuss some hot topics we got. Today, we are going to be talking about... Coffee is also hot. Coffee is also very Literally. Hot. We're gonna be talking about goal setting. Um, which John, you may or may not be familiar with. Do you set goals, John? You set any goals? Do I set goals? Yeah. All day, every day, twenty four seven. Interesting. Who would have known that? Look at that. Yes. Hi Kathy Burlow. Kathy, hello. Thanks for joining. All right. Let's dive right in because we've gotten some feedback that um, we take a little bit long to get started. Um, So, Mama Swan, we know that you gave us that feedback. Yes. Since you are such an expert in the area of goal setting, why don't you tell us how you choose appropriate, attainable, but also worthwhile goals? So let's just make note that on live footage, Katie Floor called me an expert at something, so everybody take mental note of that. It can be erased. (laughs) Don't worry. Uh, Yeah, but I think, look, uh, I don't want to say when I think about goal setting, I think about it a little bit differently. Like, we've all heard of the set smart goals. What's that? Sorry, go ahead. We've all, we've all heard of the, the cliche set smart goals, like specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. And I think that's great. I think all goals should kind of abide by those principles. Um, but ultimately, at the end of the day, I think picking goals is pretty easy, right? Anyone can say, I want this, I want that, I want to look like this, I want to lift this. I want to do this. I think anyone and can do that. I think what it really comes down to is, you know, being able to look at what a plan looks like to get to that point and really assessing if that plan is appropriate for you. Um, when it comes to goal setting, right, the bigger the goal, the bigger the sacrifice. That's just the rule. If you want to achieve something big and worthwhile, you're more than likely going to have to sacrifice a lot of time, effort, things that you enjoy doing and does it you know do you necessarily have the willingness to do that and if you pick a goal and you're able to lay out a plan you can start to look at the plan and make those decisions right so I try not to really get blinded by the finish line when it comes to goal setting if, if, if I want something in my head I immediately start thinking about what that plan is going to look like and can I adhere to that process? And um, so I think process goals then becomes of more importance than the actual end goal. And it, it's very uncommon you see someone who lays out a plan and says, I stuck to the process 100% and didn't achieve my goal. Like That's very uncommon to hear that. People don't achieve their goals because they don't stick to their plan. Um, and if you did stick to your plan often and you didn't achieve your goal, 
it might just be a timing issue, right? I think Nicole is like a, a prime example for that, right? She set a pretty big, ambitious goal of um, achieving a muscle up, and she's like the type of person that you can look at and say, "Wow, you stuck to your plan like probably ninety nine point nine percent, and you didn't achieve your goal in the time that you." Um, thought you were going to achieve it in. And then, you know, she ended up achieving her goal, what, a week later, two weeks later, right? So then it just becomes a, a, a time issue um, as well. But I think looking at the process it takes to get you to a certain point and can you commit to that process? Yeah, I definitely think that's where people stumble a lot is they don't take into consideration, like, the expectations that their goals require, Right. So like, you know, it's easy to say I want like a beach body. I want to look like a bodybuilder. But I don't know that everybody looks at those goals and realizes the exp- expectations and how much work goes into those things. So I think that it's important to manage your expectations with what you're willing to do right in the process. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I think for most of the people that, that we at least work with, right, I think the number one goal for them and most likely the number one goal for everyone is, you know, health and longevity, right? And when it comes to those things, there isn't necessarily an end goal for it, right? Like, no one knows how long they're going to live. Like, no one knows what, like, the pinnacle of health looks like in terms of fitness and in terms of, you know, your, your, your medical uh, readouts at a physical Right, but you know that there's habits that you perform every day that help improve upon those things, right? So if your goal is longevity is your and your goal is health, if you look back at the last twenty four hours, was it filled with things that are taking you um, one step closer to that, right? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you drinking enough water? Are you eating adequate amounts of healthy, nutritious foods? Um, and then are you enjoying some things in life and are you happy? And if you can look back at your day and you see those things, then I think your process is in a pretty good, um, stance, right? Versus, all right, I want to be healthy. I want to live long, but you know, I drank three glasses of wine, smoked two cigarettes, uh, slept for four hours and half-assed my workout, right? That's, that's, that's not the process you want to be, uh, falling trapped to. Not going to get you to a long, healthy life, right? right. Do you guys want to do Yeah, that? so, I mean, that's all great. So we have, you know, setting a goal, um, looking at the process of it. It's going to take work. So how do you, I mean, you've accomplished many goals. So how do you <laughs> kind of... Um, is that why you guys didn't want me in the same room with you? Because my head wouldn't fit in there? I got it. Yeah. You guys banished me to my own office? That's exactly why. You said it. <laughs> and that office is a tight squeeze. <laughs> it's hard enough for us to fit our three heads in this frame. Um, but, yeah, so let's, like, touch on. So if you have somebody that set a goal that still, you know, is realistic, is going to take a lot of work, but you'll find some people, if they feel like something's not working or they're not feeling great with it, they kind of just like give up altogether. So how do you even like coach yourself or coach somebody else that's like, okay, we just need to change the plan, not change the goal, but just troubleshoot that? So I, I think 
people need to go in with the expectation that at some point things aren't gonna go as planned. At some point things are gonna go probably in an opposite direction. So I think when you go into like any process trying to achieve any goal, if you have the expectation that at one point or another things aren't gonna go my way, you've now prefaced yourself to expect that and hopefully you have figured out prior that these are going to be my fallback plans, right? So if you're on a weight loss journey and, you know, you're on a specific meal plan, a specific workout regimen and a specific, you know, sleep regimen and you've been sticking to that pretty well and in week one, you probably have a lot of success, right? We've all been on a weight loss journey and like weeks one and week two, you're like, oh my God, this is fantastic, right? And then all of a sudden things start to taper off, right? One, you lose motivation, right? Motivation is only gonna last, you know, a week or two tops, right? You're not seeing the same level of progress that you saw immediately. So I think when that progress starts to minimize, the motivation's also gonna start to minimize. But if you know that at week one or week two, progress is going to start to slow down a little bit, then you know you're on your plan. You know you're at the right point of the process, right? Like no goal is essentially going to be linear, right? It's going to have ups. It's going to have downs. And it's okay to take a step back and realize, wow, this is part of the process. It doesn't mean you're necessarily doing something wrong. It's just things aren't going to constantly move in the direction you want them to go in. Um, and again, always look back at your work, right? If you're looking back at the things you did and you can honestly tell yourself, I'm playing by the rules. I'm doing the things I need to be doing to hit my goal. Then you just have to be patient and give it more time. Um, if you're not playing by the rules, right? And you know, life's variables start to get in the way, then you gotta readjust your plan. And when it comes to achieving most goals, I, I, I always recommend like working with a network of people, right? Try and find someone who has maybe been through that process mm -hmm. before and can share with you some experiences that they had, where things went wrong, what things worked really well. Um, and also like set yourself up with an environment that's gonna help you achieve those things, but also continue to provide you motivation and support on the days you don't wake up feeling motivated and feeling supported. So again, that comes down to your planning, right? You have to know that you have resources to, and you have access to resources to people that will help you when things start to taper off or when things start to move in a direction that you didn't think or don't expect they're going to go. Awesome. So I, we have a question coming in, but I just want to recap because I feel like you said a bunch of really great pieces of information there, right? So A, I know, John, like you are a big um, proponent for writing things down. I feel like you're always tracking every single minute of your day, which is awesome. And like props to you for being so organized. But I feel like, you know, that's a really great way to be able to pinpoint like, okay, this is working. This isn't working. Right. If you don't know like exactly what you're doing, it's hard to tell which variables are helping you or hurting you. Um, you know, you stay very consistent. So I feel like that also aids in knowing what variables are helping or hurting you. Um, also, knowing that like your journey is not going to be linear, that there are going to be ups and downs. 
And then also the environment that you're putting yourself in, right? Are you in a positive environment that's helping to keep you motivated? Because like you said, motivation is fleeting. Um, you know, are you around people who are pushing to kind of pursue their goals also? Because that is definitely contagious. Um, you know, so I feel like those are three really important things to kind of focus on when you are pursuing some kind of goal. I mean, going along with being in an environment that's motivating is, you know, maybe finding other people that have similar goals to you, right? And kind of troubleshooting with them, finding out what worked for them, what didn't work for them. Um, you know, so you can kind of take those shortcuts rather than going down this long road and finding out halfway down the road that what you were doing wasn't working in right. your pursuit. Right. Um, and, and I, you know, if you look at our, our challenge, that's like a primary example of that, right? Like everyone gets super motivated because you have a group of people who are on a similar journey looking to achieve similar goals, right? Get healthier, get back into the swing of things with fitness or just improve upon their fitness and start to instill better habits in their life. So when you have, you know, a group of people that are doing the same thing, it's going to be more motivating to implicate, uh, implement those things in your life. And you, you can't, like you, it's great to have motivation, but at the same time, like I, I usually operate from a position of, you know, feel your uh, fear of letting myself down, right? Most people don't mind letting themselves down, right? They care more about letting other people down, right? If you made a commitment to someone else, you're more than likely um, gonna uphold to that commitment, right? But we've all like decided that we're gonna start a diet on Monday, and like Monday night comes around, and we're like, oh man, like if I just do this like one little thing, because you don't care about letting yourself down, and you need to care more about letting yourself down than letting other people um, down. And I think that's a really important skill to develop. And it's difficult. Like, it's a super difficult skill because, like, what are the consequences if you do decide to, you know, deviate off your plans? I don't know what the consequences are, right? It's, it's not going to be a, a life-altering consequence. But if you really think about that habit that you're starting to develop, you're, you're, you're continuously okay with letting yourself um, down. You're continuously okay with not sticking to your plan and um if you look back at your life you've probably been doing that for quite some time and it's going to be very hard to change that habit if you continue to do it more often um so you know be fearful of letting yourself down and then be be fearful of negative consequences in life you know we we, we don't necessarily think that things are going to go you know, terrible for us at some point, but, you know, I'll share with, with, with the Facebook world, like, sometimes I think about, like, if I don't do this little thing, what's gonna go, what's gonna go bad, right, and think worst case scenario, and sometimes all I need is to envision that worst case scenario, and that's, that's enough motivation for me to, like, stick with my path, so, yeah, like, looking at the finish line, looking at the end product, looking at that gold medal is great, but also look at the opposite, like look at last place, like what consequences come with that. And, you know, you have to find your motivation at one end or the other. And most people try and live in between that. And that's just a gray area. That's that's the trap that most people are living in. Yeah, that's really important. I think a lot of people do worry about letting other people down. But what they don't realize is you can't 
you know, commit to somebody else fully if you haven't done that for yourself, right? Like you are not going to be as beneficial to other people as you would be if you were taking care of yourself first. Um, what else do we have? So that's great. So that's kind of, you know, hitting on one of our topics of how do you stay motivated, right? It's your environment. It's, you know, staying true to yourself. Um, so that you can help and commit to the people around you. Um, I would add that you, and I I touched on this before, right? You can't always look for the next thing that's going to motivate you, right? Because that's also another trap, right? You always need some type of incentive or some type of motivation, something that's going to excite you to get up and do something. And it's great when you have those things, but more than likely those things aren't always going to be there and then what right so you you need to embrace work like anything works if you work but there's a caveat right you you have to do the right work and when it comes to health sometimes it's good to work with health professionals because qualified health professionals and fitness professionals generally know the right work you need to be doing so maybe you do have a strong work ethic maybe you are busting your ass at trying to achieve a certain goal but the issue might be you're doing the wrong work right or not enough of something that you should be doing so that's why it's always always great to speak with people who've been there done that learn about their process learn about their journey because everyone can get to everyone can lose 50 pounds right but how everyone loses 50 pounds might be a little bit different um everyone can get stronger but how everyone gets stronger uh might be a little bit different so it's trying to find the, the work that's right for you, what is um, most advantageous for you, what can you put in your life that you're going to adhere to best, and when you find those things, um, generally from other resources, then you can accelerate um, your path to success. Yeah, that's really important. I feel like not only in our field, um, but like in any field of whatever goal that you're trying to pursue. It's like there really are specialists in almost anything now, right? So finding those people and figuring out the best path for you specifically, because like you said, your everybody's path is going to be different. Right. Um, do you guys have anything? I don't know. We can, would you rather it? We can, would you rather? We can. It is time. Would you rather? Okay. Are you guys ready for these? These are super hard. So ready. I'm just going to warn you guys. I did a lot of research. Wait, am I answering these? Oh, yeah. You're in the hot seat. Oh, just he's answering? No, we're all going to answer. Here we go. Number one. Would you rather... Lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak? Ooh. Like just, I can see, but I can't read? Yes. Can't read. I would lose lose the ability to read. Ooh. Yeah. Hi. Okay. The ability, yeah. Because then how do you, I mean, yes, there are other forms of communication. Like reading text? You just can't read anything. 
You can't read signs while you're driving. Driving is out. Every, every book comes in Audible these days. How much do you know actual read? Like, but that's a good point, driving. You can't drive. How are you going to drive? Come on, you guys actually, what do you read when you drive a stop sign? It's sign, red. the signs. Just look at the red sign. What about like, I mean, names of streets? There's a thing called Waze. Directions. You, you can't read the, I mean, oh yeah, you can listen. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That's a really tough one. Good. Yeah. Well, you could sign language. No way. There's a lot, there's a lot, I need to learn some words in sign language then. Okay. We'll move on from that one. Next, would you rather? Okay. What would you guys do? I would say speak. I'd rather speak, I guess. I'd rather speak. Come on. Um, would you rather have unlimited international first class tickets? Right? So, like, you can go anywhere, anytime, first class. Or never pay for food at a restaurant. Never pay for food at a restaurant. You can see the whole world. Well, okay, forget first class. Tickets to fly anywhere you want, whenever you want. It doesn't matter if it's first class. You can see the entire world for free. Or never pay for food at a restaurant. But when you get to the places, it's not free. But you can still go to all of the places in the world. No, I'll pay for the flight, and then when I get to the place, I'll literally have free food and drink the entire time. I didn't say drink. I didn't say drink, just food. But that's where you spend most of the money anyway. I guess. If you're going somewhere across the world for a week, you more than likely are going to spend more money on dining than you would on your plane tickets. So logical. And your plane tickets aren't first class, though. But they are in this case. Okay, what do you need first class for? For what? Okay. And our last would you rather. Oh, no. These are easy. You're not fun at these. Would oh, you rather. God, so many loopholes. Just answer um, the question. I felt like he was going to be like a pest with these. Would yeah. you rather. Talk to land animals, animals that fly, or animals that live underwater. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good one. Talk to land animals? Land animals, animals that fly, or ones that live under the water. Which would you be rather be able to talk to? The sea is weird. I know. I f- Ooh, but I flying? Land. You think of all the places. Flying's really cool. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like but there are so many, like, yeah. I feel like land animals would be more advantageous to talk to, right? Like, you could relate. Like, you, like, you guys can like, have conversations with your dog. Like, I, know. I know. I do already, but. <laughs> like, I can literally, like, I can go outside right now and just, like, talk to all the squirrels and raccoons and. Like, I'm going to say land animals. Like, birds are cool, but. Well, anything that flies. What else flies? There's no pterodactyls. Like squirrels. Like birds and mosquitoes. Like what? Yeah. Flying squirrels. Bees. Hummingbirds. Land animals. Imagine yeah. like you go on like 
What about the ocean? The ocean? Like, you can't just rule out the ocean. You guys know that. I don't do water. I don't do water. <laughs> oh, he admits it! He'd have nothing to relate to them with, right? For what? What am I going to be? Aquaman? What do I need? What, what am I, I going to talk to the dolphins? <laughs> Technically, <laughs> dolphins do speak. They have... They have their own language. Echolocation. Yeah. 14 years. All right. All right. All right. Great. That about wraps it up. Those heavy hitting questions. I don't think we had any uh, questions come in. Someone someone wants one more. One more would you rather off the dome? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. One more. Why don't you give us one? You were supposed to come prepared with one. No one told me that. Our people didn't send you that info? Right off the dome. Let's go, boss man. Our people didn't send you the itinerary for today. All right. or use your cell phone. Ooh, good one. I mean, it'd have to be music. You have to, like, yeah. have a way to communicate with people. Those aren't really, like, comparable. You don't have to. If you could talk to land animals, you can just... <laughs> 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 yep. Could no. you go over there and tell Katie? <laughs> the messenger. Would you give up music or drive in a car? Yeah. I live 1.3 miles from the gym, so... But not everything. I've been recently Most told I'm a bad driver, so maybe it's a good idea. <laughs> you might not have a choice. Yeah. Good stuff. Good All right. stuff. Good, good stuff. Well, thank you so much for your wisdom and help. Oh, it's been an honor to be on Coffee Talk. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Cheers. Cheers. Until next time. Clink, clink. Oh, my legs are stuck. (laughs)